With cheating, there's like, it's like a high. There's like a euphoria. There's a adrenaline rush that comes with it. And with that, it perpetuates a cycle, a cycle of addiction, a cycle of looking for those highs, looking for those moments, looking for that interaction that you feel is the best or the greatest moment or just pure bliss in one sense. And that cheating can seem incredibly crazy on either side of what's actually going on. Why is this transpiring? Like, how is this actually happening? Why is this happening? And people don't often understand, like, the addictive nature behind it. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I run Raw Motivations, and I'm a self-aware narcissist. And I'm on this platform to bring about awareness to narcissism. And I do that by telling my own story. By telling my story of how I've been a jerk, how I've been an asshole to my family, to my friends, and how that's destroyed a lot. You know, it's almost destroyed my marriage. It's uh, almost had me lose the house. It's had me lose my job. There's been multiple people in my life that are no longer in my life because of the choices and the decisions that I've made along the process. And part of that process along the way was cheating was being unfaithful to my wife. And unfortunately, it didn't just happen one time, but it happened another time and another time. And in our marriage of eight years, it happened five times. And it wasn't just a a one-night stand each time. It was multiple days, multiple hours, multiple months that it happened. And sometimes people on the other side of a cheating relationship have this curiosity and have like wondering of like why did you cheat like what was actually going on and for my journey with dealing with narcissism and dealing with like becoming aware and dealing with trying to understand and unpack a lot of that stuff I started to realize there was an aspect that I was addicted not to like the sex or the relationship but to me to my ego to my control and how that came out was in those relationships. How that transpired was in what I did. And so with cheating, like I mentioned at the beginning, it's a high, it's a euphoria. It's like a adrenaline rush to be able to get away from it, get away with it. And so with that, getting involved with another person and you know carrying around, trying to hide the relationship, trying to hide you know who's coming over, who's going where, where are people meeting up, it's almost like playing like a game. And for a person who disconnects like their emotions and disconnects like the thoughts behind it, it becomes a very addictive game. One that sometimes becomes more addictive than the person or more addictive than the game that we're playing, but just the actual style of being able to make that move or make that decision or miss someone coming in or going out or whatever it is. And you, you see this a lot like in in different like movies, you know, where the the main hero or the main villain like get away with something and just by the skin of their teeth like they would have got caught if they were you know two seconds later or you know five centimeters to the right or whatever it might be but a lot of times we 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 sense that you know we sense like oh wow like that almost and you get enthralled in it that's the kind of thought that's like really going when you have someone who's like an active cheater because a lot of times there's like the thrill 
like the thrill of the game, the thrill of not getting caught, the thrill of doing what they're doing, the thrill of the high of the moment. And oftentimes it creates a false like euphoria or like a false like love when you have those relationships that go longer than, you know, one night stand. Like they sometimes get together and it feels like, wow, this is someone that I'm like madly in love with. And talking with someone on like a one-on-one, one of the things that's hard to be able to unwrap and unravel like the wires of the mind in one sense is that intense like thought and like feeling that the cheater has when they're with another person. Like that high, that amazingness, that euphoria, that bliss. The thing is that's really hard for people to get is in that moment, that euphoria or bliss that's happening in like let's say an hour. When they leave that and they go back to their regular life, they feel like if I was with that person, that euphoria for that hour would be how it'd be the entire time. This would be our life together. Our life would consist of this amazingness. And then they take that and they start to apply it to their regular life and they're like, wait a second, this is mundane. This is boring. It's not as exciting as that. It's not as fulfilling as that. I'm not as much in love as I was with that person. If you've seen some of my videos on the lies I believe, I go in depth a little bit on one of the lies of me saying like I was in love with other women. And that was one out of um, seven different lies that I did as I went through a warrior group, um, a warrior challenge. And the lies I believe, that one lie that kind of stuck there then stuck really hard for a good period of time was the idea of me being madly in love with other women and it being better or it being more fulfilling. But all that goes back to that thought of these are all affairs. These are all relationships that are concocted on falseness and fantasy and making me think like, hey, this is something that's more important, more special than what it actually was. Because at the end of the day, there wasn't value There wasn't love, there wasn't respect, there wasn't honor, and those weren't exemplified in the relationship and especially around the people around us because those were the people that we are lying to, manipulating, gaslighting, lying. And oftentimes that aspect of getting involved in affairs, getting involved in cheating relationships becomes an addiction where the addiction transcends not just the person, but the addiction becomes the cycle. And as that cycle continues of getting with a person, being with a person, like all the near misses, the close encounters, the late phone calls, the midnight rendezvous, all these different things produce this false high that a person latches onto and then they keep going back to it over and over and over and over again. And oftentimes it gets to the place that it doesn't matter who that person that they're with is. This is where they become interchangeable. Or when they're with multiple people or when they start going to prostitution or seeing multiple, like it doesn't matter. It's all about the high. The problem, just like a regular addict out there with drugs or alcohol, is a lot of times that addict, they say the addict is chasing that first high. Chasing that first moment of excitement, that first adrenaline rush, that first thrill of getting away with it. That's a lot of times is what they're looking for. And that's what I was looking for. And in dealing with this over a marriage and over multiple years of having these affairs, 
became something that was ultimately destructive, obviously, to me and to my marriage and to the people I was with. But at that moment, it didn't matter. What mattered was that high. What mattered was that adrenaline rush, you know, that connectedness, that, you know, excitement. And that's what I was going off of, or that's what I was going for. But as a result, in those relationships, stepping back from those relationships, it made everything else feel like crazy and like boring. And I would latch onto that thought of like, I'm in love with this person. When in reality, it was like an intense infatuation. It was like an intense like idealization of that person. But in reality, I wasn't treating them lovingly. I wasn't treating them respectful. I wasn't honoring them and vice versa because of this entire relationship, this entire mess. That's a little bit of the idea of what's going on in those cheating relationships. Now, on the other side, you're probably wondering, like, why? Like, what did I do that made you go cheat? to the person that you've been with for years or the person that's been you know faithful or you thought was faithful and all of a sudden you found out something or you realized something or you caught them on social media or on another account or uh, another phone another laptop on you know multiple dating sites all this kind of stuff you're like why and typically the people that that have this question they get to a place they say was i not good enough or what's wrong with me And the thing you have to remember is when you start to compare your worth versus another person's actions, they're never going to match up. And you start to compare thinking, hey, my value, like, it must not be that great. My worth must not, must not mean that much. I must not be the person I thought I was. And you see ego, esteem, confidence, all torn down. And it's confusing and it's hard to know what to do or how to build that back up. But what you have to remember, what you have to know, is your worth is not determined by how another person treats you. Your worth is intrinsic. Your worth is in your value of who you are, of your life, of your goals, of your dreams, of your desires, of your passion, of your love. Your worth is inside you. And people can't take that away. They'll damage it. They'll bruise it. They'll throw you in the mud and they'll stomp on you. But they can't take it. They can't ultimately take your worth. Because that's in here. And that's in here. Think of it as a diamond. You have a diamond. Let's say it's refined. It's crystallized. It looks perfect. It's been cut in all these different ways. It's been polished. And you have one person that takes that beautifully cut and polished diamond and they just throw it away. Because to them, they don't think it has value. So they throw it away, it's in the mud. Then you have another person that picks it up, cleans it off, shines it up, puts it in front of millions to see how amazing that diamond actually is. Puts it on display. The worth of the diamond never changed. It was the same from the person who didn't care about it to the person who did. Your worth doesn't change based on the relationship that you went through. Your worth isn't minimized or lowered based on the shit that you've been through or the person that put you through that shit. Know your worth. Take back your power. Mm 
Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule a one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. We'd love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.